Welcome to the Millionaire Next Door podcast with Robert Curtis, CFP, accredited investment fiduciary from Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. In this podcast, we help successful wealth accumulators like you looking to transition to a work optional lifestyle by helping you build strategies for growing and maintaining your wealth. Robert draws from years of experience and fiduciary responsibility and interviews guest experts to help you build reliable strategies to grow and maintain your wealth. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to The Millionaire Next Door. Your host, Rob Curtis, has a guest who knows a lot about retirement planning, specifically qualified retirement plans that may offer tax deductions and more to business owners while also benefiting their employees. Rob, please tell us about Kevin Manahan. Okay, great. Yeah, let me let me introduce Kevin real quick. And uh, this is actually my first uh, guest we're having on the podcast. So, so that's kind of a first. I had done solo podcasts, and I'll keep doing that. But I'm going to try and bring on several really interesting guests. And Kevin was, I think, an excellent person to bring on. Before I introduce him, let me just let me just say I have, as I'd mentioned in the past, I call it a value-added support team, a vast network. That's part of our process. So some of the guests we bring on were people who are totally integrated into our process. We don't just refer out or introduce. We actually build them right into our process. And Kevin and I have worked together on many cases, a number of cases, and we have new ones emerging all the time. So he's an excellent sounding board and other professional. Uh, I'll explain briefly what Kevin does and introduce him and then let him him talk a little bit more. I work, part of my process is working a lot with what are called qualified retirement plans. These would be 401ks, cash balance plans, profit sharing plans, defined benefit plans, et cetera, et cetera. We set them up, we help maintain them, we keep them ongoing. But Kevin is called a third-party administrator. So those folks help with the setup to optimize the design of that, to make sure that the goals are in line, whatever the business owner is looking for. There's generally some very large tax deductions that can come with these for the business owner and also for the participants who can who contribute as well. There's a number of issues around compliance and making sure it all complies with the Department of Labor and some tax filings that need to go with these plans. Kevin and his firm, CMC Pension in Glendale, California, deal with all of that. And Kevin, um, you know, we worked on a bunch of plans, but he's he's a great go-to contact. It's a terrific, it's a small business firm, although they handle stuff all over the country. And with that introduction, I'll, I'll turn it over to Kevin and maybe have you phrase a little bit about yourself, who we are, what you do, and how we interact and go from there. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, excited to be here and excited to be uh, your, your first uh, guest as part of this. Like you said, my name's Kevin Manahan. Uh, I'm with CMC Pension Professionals. Uh, I'm an actuary here, and uh, we are a third-party administrator, as you mentioned, and what that really means is we help consult with clients to try and find the best retirement plan for them that meets uh, not only their retirement goals and savings, but also trying to maximize and capitalize on the tax savings that these plans provide. So we really work one-on-one -on -one with each client, uh, try and figure out what their goals are with the plan 
and then really try and maximize you know, the value that the plan can provide to that client. Um, and then as part of our services, we also help out on the administration side. As you mentioned, there's, there's tax filings that need to go to the IRS each year. There's compliance work uh, when you've got employees uh, and there's you know, limits and deductions that we all take into consideration and stay within the rules of IRS while you know, trying to meet the goals of the client. Uh, so that's just kind of a little general, you know, thoughts about kind of what we do as a as a company. Um, we work mostly with plans such as 401ks, defined benefit plan, cash balance plans. Our firm kind of specializes in the cash balance plan arena. We've got a couple actuaries on staff, which is pretty rare for for a small firm like us. Uh, so a lot of our clients are focused on that specific retirement plan, mostly because the the annual contributions that that plan allows are much higher and much more significant than something like a 401k plan will allow, which many people are, are most used to or most familiar with. Um, so a lot of our clients come out, reach out to us looking for you know, ways to really capitalize on that plan and try and maximize some of the large contributions that can go in. Just as a quick example, a cash balance plan can allow for a contribution to an owner anywhere from 100000 all the way up to, I've seen as high as 400000 which is much more significant than, say, a 401k plan where each year you're really limited to at most about 60000 for just the owner. Um, so that's just kind of one example of, of uh, why this type of plan can really benefit the small owner if they you know, have the need and the cash flow for, for these large contributions that the plan can, can take on. That, that's great. And, and just for my role, a lot of business owners can relate to this. This is going to, they're going to understand this. Other times people don't think about, oh, that doesn't apply to me. I can't put in a hundred, 400 grand, but this is also planting a seed. Sometimes I've worked with clients for years and years and then all of a sudden something happens, a major tax event, or I hear things like, I am getting absolutely crushed on taxes. Is there anything I can do? And so, so we'll bring Kevin in and we can review it and look at options and what's feasible. We, we also always involve the CPA. Uh, the CPA, we'd want to get that person's blessing. We'd want them to know Generally, they're very supportive and they're not geared up to do this kind of work to make sure on the compliance. But if it's all handled right, they can see, oh my goodness, this is going to offset 250K in, in taxes. So just a quick example, and I'd love to hear some from you because we've talked and we worked on some cases, for example, a law firm uh, or some other just businesses where maybe they pay themselves, you know, a hundred, couple hundred grand a year. But all of a sudden, they settled a case, a large case. They had been working on for many, many years. The judgment came down. There was an inflow, a seven-figure inflow, well over a million dollars. And they had a huge tax event in one year. So with a little planning, they were looking to, to offset that and sort of super fund their retirement. But those are the keys. So I have a lot of conversations with clients, and it doesn't always apply, but sometimes there's something that happens in a, in a given tax year and we can work this together. So I'll let you maybe um, chime in on that as well. That's what yeah, you do. I mean, so- that, that's a great example of how, 
you know, a cash balance plan can work great for someone such as a lawyer. Having that large income occur in one year, we worked together on setting them up with the cash balance plan. And we did kind of a unique design in that we were able to purposely put more money into the cash balance plan, allowing for that bigger tax deduction in that first year, more so than what the actual benefit in the plan uh, was due to that person. And, and doing that is called purposely overfunding the plan. And when you overfund the plan, uh, that allows the following year for sort of those benefits to kind of catch up what was funded in the first year. Um, and that's just a great way to kind of maximize that tax savings in the first year and allowing yourself to sort of, you know, catch up or reduce your contributions maybe in the following year if you don't expect to have as high of income in the following year. Some other great examples of how a cash balance plan can be used. Um, I've got another, another law firm, there's a theme here, uh, that has multiple partners and they actually use the cash balance plan as a means to fund their most senior partner's buyout agreement. Once they reach a certain retirement age, there's a buyout agreement uh, that they're paid as sort of their, you know, thank you for your hard work. And they use the cash balance plan to fund those buyout agreements, you know, over a, a period of many years. And all of it is kind of staying in that tax sheltered environment, meaning they're getting those deductions up front when they make those contributions. The earnings that the account grows is staying in that tax deferred environment. And then when that senior partner retires and takes his money, he's got the ability to take that money and keep it into an IRA where he doesn't get hit with that big tax liability in the year that he takes that, that buyout amount. So that's just kind of another great example of how a cash balance plan can really be an effective tool for the right person, you know, depending on their situation. It, that is great. See, I love that example. We had talked about that and I work with a number of, you know, business owner clients, be it a law firm or, or there's many, by the way, you're versed in knowing almost any kind of business. You've probably seen it or understand the structure and how these would work. But, but to a much bigger point, you're getting a large deduction Typically, these folks, uh, they're super funding their retirement. They, you can comment, but they have flexibility to fund it or not fund it or fund it to a lesser extent, depending upon cash flow. But, but I don't want to lose sight of the fact that like from a business succession planning standpoint, on a bigger picture, that is just absolutely huge. And, and I'm going to focus some future podcasts on this. I have some other guest specialists coming on that deal with this, but from where I sit, you know, and everybody who agrees who's in this space, there's a lot of businesses, small businesses, family run that are running great. But when it comes times to transition, they don't ever do the proper planning and they miss a giant opportunity. Sometimes I come across ones that do, that do do the planning right and transition it successfully. And I always go out of my way to tell them what, a, what an amazing job they've done, if, especially if we work together, but how big of a deal that is because the vast majority of them, and I hate to be so frank, there's a lot of business owners who frankly meant to or thought about it, but they simply, they will die in their desk chair at their business without and leave a mess. That is really common. Or they wait way too long. And then all of a sudden they haven't dealt with it. And then there is the value of that business drops off dramatically and their enterprise value. So 
that's a topic, maybe a future pacing a little bit for a future, but, but to solve an issue like that is this could be their entire life's work. They might've run the business for 20, 30, 40 years. That, that is just absolutely giant. So that's an additional thing if that's that, but I love that solution. So, yeah. Yeah. And we just had a recent client not too long ago, actually approach us and, and say, you know, they were looking at selling their company in, in the next five years or so. And, you know, we're, we're smart enough to start thinking about now and, and planning for that situation now of, of, you know, what can I do to sort of maximize that return of the sale? And yep. uh, one of the things we decided to do for them uh, is we actually set up this cash balance plan for them now, even though, you know, the sale's not going to occur for another five years or so. And what that business owner is doing is he's actually earning years of service in the plan from now until the sale. And every year of service he earns in the plan is more money that he's going to be able to contribute at the time of the sale. So we set this plan up for him with a very minimal benefit and contribution going in in the first five years with the idea that at the time of the sale, he's going to be able to put five times as much into the plan the year of the sale than he otherwise would if the cash balance plan was set up in the same year of the sale. So that's just really a great example how planning, preparing for you know, something as major as the ultimate uh, sale of your company can uh, really you know, provide some benefit and savings to you when that time comes. I mean, yeah, it's so, so important. And by the way, if you plan through it, a lot of times if a business is acquired or, or you look into, you know, if it's all put in together and it, all the stuff is laid out, the plan is, it's much more valuable. It's what we call franchise ready. Someone can take it over and all that's in place versus a lot of loose ends that haven't been addressed. There's going to be a major discount to the, to the price of that or the flexibility but there's all no one's forcing anyone out or to retirement. But you know, you could see something where someone has a health issue or their spouse, and all of a sudden they don't want to work, you know, a hundred hours a week as an attorney, and they maybe just want to exit and focus elsewhere. So to plant, so that that is giant. That is giant. And um, so we're look, you know, we're looking at all that. We're helping to issue spot and also bring in the CPA on that. And, you know, the one plan we set up with a law firm and had the large infusion, we've now worked with them for several years since that infusion. But it turns out that it's, um, it may not be the best thing for them going forward to continue to continue funding this. So they, why don't you talk, they're able to freeze it. But when we were talking the other day, you said, actually, they can get some service credit for some years if they, um, settle another case or want to want to get back into the plan. Maybe, you know, it's not, you don't, we can undo these and, you know, then funds roll back to their IRA. But um, how is that structured? You're, you know, you're not committed for life on these things if you don't want to be. Yeah. I mean, generally we recommend to have the plan open for at least three years. That's kind of the, uh, you know, standard safety net of keeping the plan around and that doesn't even necessarily mean you have to fund the plan all three years. You could, for example, like we talked about with that law firm, you could fund a, a big amount in the first year, maybe do some smaller contributions in year two or three, 
and at that point decide, hey, does it make sense to continue the plan? Do you expect to have you know income to where it makes sense to make ongoing contributions? And if it doesn't, you can decide to terminate the plan at that point and you know roll the money to an IRA or maybe just stick with the 401k plan, which you know again less less expenses with the 401k plan, but there's less contributions that are allowed in that type of plan. Uh, so it's really, and that's kind of what we do each year with our clients is really analyze, you know, which, if they're taking advantage of the plan that's set up for them, and if there's a better alternative to, you know, terminating the plan, you know, I'll say downgrading to a 401k plan or, you know, reverse, if they've got just a 401k plan, maybe upgrading to adding a cash balance plan. The the focus and and the goal is really on the on the tax savings and the contributions going into the plan each year. And if, if those two pieces aren't lined up with the expenses that the plan does have, then Mm -hmm. that's the time to really, you know, make a decision and make some changes. Yeah. And as as a resource, I mean, this is great. So the 401ks can be great too. We, you know, when we go through this process, we let them know this is a 401k. If you add a profit sharing, you can do this much more. If you want to go cash balance, you can do this much more. The, the client may or may not have an appetite for that. They may be able to do, they might not have the cash to fund it and they can only do a certain amount, but we would certainly want to present those options and let them know what's possible or you would. And, um, What's what's kind of fun, I don't know if you find this, but in a lot of cases, um, I love this kind of business because we're helping to super fund their retirement. Let's say we're getting an immediate tax savings of 100, or the, the client is, the taxpayer, $150,000. And for our, adv- our advice and working together, you know, you might charge a couple thousand bucks. I mean, they're like, that's a good deal. So <laughs> Sign me up. I will take. But these people are also the people who set up these plans. Realize you you would know if you did it, but if you set up a four hundred one k for you know, they are full on fiduciaries. They're trustees. They're responsible for this thing, and so that's why you want a partner like Kevin and CMC and even myself to just help guide you, making sure you're you know you're staying within the guardrails. They allow some very large deductions. They you know that are permitted. And the government really does want people to save a whole lot so they don't have to come back to them later so you can super fund the retirement. But there are rules and there are times these these can get overfunded or there's filings that might not occur. That's why you have the support because most people have, business owners have no idea. They're in business to run their business, to do what they do for marketing, for sales, for their they have no idea, nor do they ever think about setting up and being a plan and being a trustee on this thing. I mean, I've been involved with it for 25 years, and I still need a firm like Kevin and, and their expertise just to make sure things go right. It's, it's integral, you know, so. Yeah, the, the, you know, the reason the rules, I'll say, can be so strict with these plans is because of really the big tax savings that these plans provide. So the rules are in place to kind of prevent, you know, I guess, over abuse from the generosity that IRS is already or the government's providing with these plans. And most of the rules kind of follow around. Um, If you've got employees as well, 
any anytime you're putting in money for yourself as the owner of the business or or any other highly paid person, there's generally going to be some required amount for those employees at your firm. And kind of our way of looking at that is, you know, to some owners that can be an added expense that they don't want to have to deal with. But when you really compare the tax savings that the plan provides versus the amount of money that's going to go to your employees, you know, the ones that are really running your business and helping you make all this money, whenever those tax savings far exceeds the amount going to your employees, it's almost like a no brainer, you know, would you rather give the money to the government or would you rather give it to your employees? And I would say 99 times out of 100, business owners are comfortable with giving that money to the employees. So that's that's really kind of what a main source of our uh, expertise is, is trying to A, work within the rules so that the contributions going into the plan are allowed and you know satisfy those requirements, but also trying to I'll say minimize those costs so that the largest portion of the money going into these plans is to the owner or other key people that they're you know wanting to target uh, with these plans. Um, so that's that's a big piece as far as the compliance work that you really need to hire an expert for to kind of navigate that space and try and maximize the dollars you're putting into this plan go back into your own pocket. That's great. And, it, you know, it is good for the employees, too. You know, a lot of some employers don't mind. They have, you know, loyal employees. But, but you know, the title of the podcast is I call it the millionaire next door. And I, I phrase it the overnight 25 or 30 year success story. I've seen a lot of people, you know, do this chip away year after year and whether they be 403B plans or 401ks. And, you know, on the other end of it, a teacher or someone, they, you know, they come out with a million dollars, you know, because of the um, time value of money and the consistency of it, and they got deductions. So, I think it's good all the way around. This is a key, key, key cornerstone. And a lot of times, if it's automatically deducted, people will do it as opposed to having to voluntarily contribute. So, these are good things. I usually manage the funds inside of those that can be through mutual funds or, or. Really, anything depending upon how we set it, set it up, and the goals of the clients. Trying to think any quick, quick success stories, but but uh, as we sort of wrap up here again, I want to mention that a lot of times people may see this immediately on the horizon or later down the road. Something may come up where we they want to have a conversation, or we could set up a sounding board on this. You know, I can get Kevin together. We can have a conversation. It comes up all the time. We'll gladly freely spend an hour or whatever it takes to really understand what's going on and if this could help, and then let let the client or business owner decide if that's something they want to pursue and walk them through all the steps and the timing. And and sometimes there's some dates, deadlines that need to be met so we can walk them through all that. Um, So if that ever comes up, please please reach out to me and I can engage. Uh, We're already doing that process. We've done it many, many, many times. And just, uh, we love, we love tax savings. That's the tax efficiency is huge. So I think 99 out of hundred is probably low, low balling. I, I'd say it's 99 <laughs> point. I don't know, but they can always check a box and send, send another contribution to the government voluntarily if they, if they choose to anything else, success stories or anything you want to add. Kevin's reachable. He's 
part yeah, of my team. I mean, team. we, yeah. we kind of put a lot of focus on buyouts and, and law firms, but uh, the reality is we see all sorts of businesses, mom and pop shops, uh, so many different industries that really take advantage of these types of plans. Uh, my, my favorite success story is the mom and pop shop with, you know, been working hard for 30, 40 years, but maybe hasn't put away anything for retirement hasn't really been a focus of theirs, you know, just running their business has been kind of what they've been dealing with and, um, you know, setting up a plan for them and getting them to put some, some big dollar amounts away. And, you know, five to seven years later when they're ready to retire and they've got a really big nest egg, you know, sitting in there and, you know, it, it, it really brings a smile to my face as we wind down, uh, their plan and get them, you know, rolled into the IRA and, kind of having that final conversation of how, you know, happy and thrilled they are to retire and how happy they were, you know, that they took the time to set something like this up a few years back. And now they can kind of retire comfortably without the stress of, you know, are they going to have enough to, to make it through? And that's just kind of the best success story of really, uh, you know, bringing joy to especially those small businesses that have worked so hard over the years to be able mm. to, uh, you know, kind of sail off into the sunset and feeling very comfortable in their retirement savings. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I've seen that too, or talked to these really successful sort of niche mom and pop businesses that are taken off and doing really well, but maybe they've been doing that 25 or 30 years. And then when you really get down to talking to them, you find out the first 20 or so, they were just on a shoestring, you know, barely meeting pay, you know, it's maybe it's just in the last few years that everything came together and their expertise and they, but they let them catch up. So there, we could go down so many rabbit holes. Please let us know. I, Kevin, you can leave your info. You can get in touch with me. We can put it in the show notes and you're welcome to contact Kevin directly or, or go through me. I'll, I'll, Make sure Kevin's extremely responsive. We work on these kind of cases all the time. And, you know, in, in, in this environment, in any environment, if we can save someone significant tax dollars or at least have that discussion to see if that's the right kind of fit, that would be good. And we should probably do it sooner than later because people have a tendency to sort of delay on these things and a couple tax years go by. So, so let us know. Just want to thank everyone for listening and being part of the Millionaire Next Door community. And we we were we might even have a part two on this. Is that right, Kevin? I mean, there's a lot we didn't cover. Um, so if anyone has questions or really detailed, give us give us a jingle or let us know, and we can address that you know in private or or on the podcast. Yeah. Cl- yeah. Closing thoughts for me. One thing I really think is important to mention is the you know Congress is really focused in on retirement savings. They really want to make sure, you know, that enough Americans have, you know, enough retirement savings so that the government doesn't need to front their own bill. Uh, So there's been lots of action in Congress. The SECURE Act passed a couple years ago, um, and it's really incentivizing small businesses to set up new plans for the first time. Uh, They are now offering a tax credit of $5,000 for each of the first three years to offset some of the plan expenses, uh, which is which is huge. It used to be only $500 before. So just another reason to really think about, consider if you've never set up a retirement plan, it's, you know, it's never been 
less expensive to do so. And, you know, as we talked about through this podcast, the savings that come with it, you know, essentially pay for itself. Um, other than that, um, you know, you can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, our website, cmcpenpro.com. But, you know, thank you for having me, Rob. It was a great time and happy to come back. And as he said, there's so many different topics we can go down, so many rabbit holes and, you know, be interested to see if any of our listeners out there have, have some suggestions of things in the retirement world they'd like us to talk about. That's great, Kevin. Yeah, we'll come back and revisit this. And, you know, if people want to set these up or they have questions, also if people already have them in place and uh, maybe they want some advice, is it set up the right way? They want a sounding board or a second opinion. We'd be happy to review how that's going. We do that all the time. I just want to close and say, you know, with the markets, there's a lot of anxiety out there amongst people. I woke up this morning, I, the quick little news flashes, they talked about earnings. They had a soundbite. Oh, the uh, former prime minister of Japan was assassinated this morning. And I'm like, that, that's, that's a big thing. Uh, so there's a lot going on. If we can help in any way, there's no expectation anybody becomes a client. We just want to have a quick sounding board conversation, help people as a service to our clients and our community. You know, we've we've described in the past we have a fit process, but I'm I'm trying to help folks because there's a lot of worries and concerns. So again, thank you for listening and thank you for being part of uh, the Millionaire Next Door podcast community. And Kevin, thank you for being uh, my honored first guest. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. It was a great time. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Rob Curtis, Kevin Manahan. That was a fantastic, very strategic discussion. Thanks a lot, Rob. Kevin gave us his contact info. What is your contact info? Yes. Well, I, you can reach me via email, R-C-U-R-T-I-S-S at S-E-I-A.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Robert Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S-S. I'm on LinkedIn. And uh, my firm's website has all this contact info, but we are called Signature Estate and Investment Advisors, or S-E-I-A. Uh, my office is, I'm located in Pasadena, California. Our headquarters is in Century City, California. All those, you're welcome to call my office and talk to my assistant, Stephanie, and she'll, she'll uh, arrange a time for us to chat. But I'm happy to help. So if there's any questions, please, um, please let me know. And listeners, follow this podcast for the latest episodes. And of course, please share with others. Thank you for listening to the Millionaire Next Door podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Signature Estate and Investment Advisors or Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.